Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I am ready to celebrate love, happiness, and all things wedding today. Oh, good we God. getting married. It's about time. It's about time. Uh, we... The title of this episode is so freaking stupid. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it is about time. I mean, if you think about it, we've only been watching this show for uh, two years. But back in the day, people were waiting seven years for this momentous moment. That's fair. That's fair. Although they didn't get together until like three seasons in. But who's counting? Um, We are here, of course. We are, always, as always, this season, joined by a very special guest returning to the podcast, Miss Kayla herself. Kayla, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm very happy to be back. Yes. So happy to have you back we for have this big you. episode. Oh, I so much. Y'all too. I remember back in the day when we first had you on, probably I think it was for the second season. And I was like, I remember getting off with you and I was like, Jessica, Kayla's our girl. Yeah, we got, yeah, we <laughs> immediately, we were like, we have to get her back because you yeah. just like seamlessly fit in to like our dynamic. And it was, it was perfect. It was chef's kiss. I yeah. love that. I felt the same way. I'm really excited to spend some time with you again. Yes. Yeah. And of course, it's like an iconic episode. It's about time. It is the final, final, final. Of course, we get the wedding here. Um, and here's the thing. We were like up, up until this point, Sarah, we were told this wedding, they have ugly bridesmaids dresses like Topanga's wearing this hideous like frock um, to her wedding. But Gotta say, pretty beautiful wedding we ended up with. It really turned around. I was worried for a while because they said that I was going to be at the Matthews house. And I said, not again. Not again. We just had Feeney's wedding here. Yeah, they were really just about to repeat that, Kayla. They were about to be like, you know what? If it's good enough for Feeney, it's good enough for Corey. I forgot about the wedding changing venues. That mm -hmm. was a complete shock to me. I did not remember that. I remembered them setting up inside the house. Did not remember all of Eric's foolery, so that was fun. <laughs> yeah, the Eric stuff, they really are going true shenanigans with Eric, Sarah, this season. <laughs> oh, he's doing a great job. He knew that 
a little wedding at the Matthews residence was not good enough for his little baby bro. So he had to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't exactly understand what he did, but we can fully. Um, yeah, we'll do some deep dive analysis. Deep on dive analysis in what the actual tricks were that he pulled. But um, I also think like the dynamic of Sean and Corey in this episode is really interesting because they're essentially feeling like they're losing their best friend yeah Kayla it really feels like we're at the at the moment where it's like this is they're choosing small things to get upset about because they're so afraid of like losing their friendship now that uh Corey and Topanga are getting married yes overall the episode was way less romantic than I remembered or anticipated (laughs) in a rewatch and I didn't remember that it was just going to be all about Sean and Corey not Topanga and Corey but I feel like they've been in a throuple basically their whole lives. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure why this moment is really hitting them so hard. I don't really think it's going to change that much, but obviously they're feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think Sarah, what we've come to realize over these past seven seasons is the true soulmates on this show are not Corey and Topanga. It's Corey and Sean. Yeah. I think that uh, once upon a time, I said that Corey and Topanga were the greatest love story of all time. No, it's Corey and Sean. Yeah. Do you remember when you said that? You said that, I Episode think it was like four. the fourth podcast. Yeah. You lost your damn mind. I yep. tried to bring up other like romantic pairings throughout history and you were like, no, 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 no. it's Corey and Topanga. Well, it's, yeah, to be fair, I was one entire bottle of red wine in at that moment. <laughs> And it was not my best move for, Mm. it was probably my coldest take. And I think I needed seven seasons to learn that. Sober it up. Yeah. Yeah. But I I mean, back in the day, I really did think it was. Yeah. When I was a kid, I thought it was. Teens everywhere were like, this is the most romantic thing to have ever happened. And turns out, not really. I was going to get married at 18. Now I know that is completely not the way (laughs) it was supposed to be. Yeah. I thought that too. I mean, I don't know. Well, we all, all did, but yeah. the, the reason we all thought that was one, we watched the show, and two, we watched every rom com where people just like married their high school sweethearts or like got with their first boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Like, we were told that is the way love is supposed to look. Yeah, but in pathetic. reality, it's it's not. It's not the way. <laughs> um, but let's let's dive into the episode. It's about time. Season seven, episode seven. Uh, we start off in the girls' apartment. They're all getting Topanga ready for her wedding. We have, like, Rachel doing her nails, Angela doing her nails. Her mom is there, like, brushing her hair a million times like Marsha Brady, even though it looks perfectly pinned straight, Sarah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So much happening. <laughs> it's kind of sad that Topanga was having straight hair on her wedding day, especially because she's the queen of curly hair, but... I guess mm-hmm. 90s do what 90s do. Everybody had their cheese tra- uh, straightener. But we see Sean starting to freak out and Angela having to console him. And then we get, uh, gosh, we weren't, we're not quite at eye twitch Topanga, but maybe a step further where she's just starting to choke bitches at every turn she can get. Okay. Well, I was not prepared for this. Eye twitching is one thing assaulting Sean and like pretty much just grabbing him by the throat and shoving him against the door is a little too far. Yeah. I was not expecting that. I would probably act a little crazy on my wedding day too, but not so crazy where I'm choking people out. And I feel like, 
if she was gonna choke him out it should have been later in the episode not right now yeah uh Jess how many people did you choke on your wedding day not a single person I was so relaxed on my wedding day wow Um, that's pretty incredible well pretty much everything that could go wrong already went wrong so in my opinion it was like eh, who cares at this point you know like it was like we had a COVID wedding so it was like we were supposed to have 150 people turned out we had 10 and it was still a great day yeah I don't think I think the older maybe this is wrong maybe it's all about personality but in my opinion the older that you get the less you expect like perfect a perfect day the less you expect perfection from everything i don't know when i start wedding planning jessica like i'm either going to be be a a very relaxed bride or i'm going to be a complete monster i feel like monster is the way i'm leaning but (laughs) i think but i hope that it's not towards other people i think it's just going to be towards myself like no you're gonna be you're gonna be a hot mess express but not in a way where you're like angry at other people you're just gonna be like crying all the time yeah oh my god this is never gonna work it's never gonna be perfect enough yeah yeah i'm starting to realize that i have perfectionist tendencies but i don't feel like i'm a perfectionist because nothing i ever do is perfect but then in turn that makes me realize that i'm a perfectionist because i'm striving for perfection Mm -hmm. what do you think about this this is something that i'm working on in therapy kayla do you have any thoughts about this i was trying to feel or feel out if i relate or not because i'm a perfectionist but i don't have the energy to put towards being a perfectionist Mm. yes okay That's fair. So then I just sit here and I'm like, you're a piece of shit because nothing ever you do is ever perfect. But then I just want it to be perfect. It's very, very, I mean, maybe this a bad is not cycle a to be in. Why? Well, I, I, I do know that. Yeah, yeah. I know that much. Um, what you're doing is enough. Go easy on yourself. Yeah. Thank you. I need to exactly. hear that. Yeah. I've almost bought a sweatshirt once. I still really want it where there's like, it's like this coffee pot. Um, and it's, it says, it basically says like your, uh, your self-worth is not measured in like productivity or something like that, which like sometimes I do need to hear because on a day where I don't do anything and I just like sit on the couch, I feel so bad about myself at the end of the day. Cause you're like, you didn't do anything. It's like, sometimes we all need a mental health break. You know, sometimes we need to just sit down and do nothing. Yeah. Um, Well, that's deserved, not earned. Oh yes. There you go so wise um, Kayla so wise. Wise. that's why we have you here <laughs> yeah. Sean was trying to do nothing but well, he got given 5,000 tasks yeah get the Corey. tuxedos pumice my toes that's disgusting that's a big ask I have a story oh please. has nothing yes. to do with boy meets world but I have an aunt and when I was younger and would go to her house she would make me rub her feet with lotion so what? when I said Thomas toes, I thought of that. And to this day, I still do not like her because that's my really only memory of her is her making me rub her feet. That's so. disgusting. Why did she make you do that, Kayla? What'd you say? Why did she make you do that? I guess she wanted a foot rub and her kids wouldn't do it. So she thought that she could exploit me because I wasn't there all the time. I did don't know. Get, did you get paid for this? No. Oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh. She better give you like good birthday cards with like the good money in it. You we know? do not speak. I got blocked on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's for the best. Yes, truly i want to block um, all my family members on facebook i would rather not have, i would never want to like have to rub any of my family members toes that's disgusting um but yeah like topanga's freaking out she's just like you're gonna ruin everything you're gonna ruin my photos and so all the girls are just like trying to get her to stop and i do love this like sean looking up to the ceiling being like dad i'm coming <laughs> <laughs> it's really dark but it's really funny <laughs> Uh, and so finally they convince her to let him go and he, she's just like petting his head. 
uh she's just like it's okay it's okay um but yeah it's it's like a bit it's a bit much um and i love how angela reminds topanga like if he dies eric is gonna be the best man she's like oh That's never mind we don't fear. want him to die That's her biggest fear <laughs> yeah um but i do love sean saying they're both psycho like i feel like this makes sense sarah like if i had to pick someone who would be more of like a bride or groomzilla it feels like Corey would be the one who would be the, the groomzilla i think so especially i think that topanga has spent a lot of these previous episodes just trying to get Corey to focus and pick something and then mm -hmm. he has shown zero interest the entire time and now when things are actually coming into fruition now this is where his opinions are which is really irritating mm -hmm. you can't have uh, no opinions the entire time and then have all the opinions within the last few days yeah that is the most frustrating thing you could possibly do um and so i i do love this line by topanga where she says how's anything wrong between you and Corey? you love him more than i do and she looks at her mom and she's just like it's true i'm okay with it <laughs> it's like we all know this to be true kayla that like sean and Corey are like again soulmates and topanga is like totally cool with being the third wheel in their relationship <laughs> yes i actually just read a book that was kind of about that this girl was talking about all the friends that she's made throughout her life and how she felt like those were her soulmates and that any like romantic partner she had never really lived up to the way that she loved her friends. So I Aww. thought about that in this moment. Ooh, that reminds me of the conversation with uh, Jack and Jen in Dawson's Creek also. Yeah, where they are basically like, we can't find partners who like, who fit so well with us, mm -hmm. you know, like we just, I think that's true. Like, I'm not like a, a soulmate person. Like I'm not, I don't use that term, but like, I really do truly feel like there are people who you can like connect with instantly in a way that like it doesn't have to be a romantic partner you know and I think like Kayla that's so smart like that I could see that being a really good book where it's like yeah you feel like your friends have connected with you in a way that maybe you just haven't found in a romantic partner before what book um, is it that's a good question I will look it up and let you know <laughs> I I'm I'm very into reading these days. This is my new old hobby. I used there to be a great go. reader and now I'm back into the reading game. Yeah. Uh Sean is upset. He says, You think he'd know how difficult this would be for me? Oh, it made me sad. It, I don't it, know. It's not Sean's day. I'm kind of no, like it's not Sean's day. Selfish of self it, or it's selfish of Sean. In a way, it is the end of an era where it used to be Corey and Sean against the world. And now you kind of have to take a step back. And I don't know. Now he's officially being legally tied to Topanga. And it's not, I mean, it, nothing really is going to change. But I think in more of a, a like metaphorical sense, there's mm -hmm. going to be a difference more than a physical sense. Yeah. Um, so we're at the Matthews house again, the original place for the ceremony <laughs> and everyone's like moving flowers around, getting ready. Corey's wondering where Sean is and no one knows. Um, and he's like, what the heck? Like, he's not even here. Eric keeps saying you should have picked me. And then he says he's going to, <laughs> Hey, look, Eric is going to give Corey the pre-wedding sex talk. And I love Feeney walking behind like, Oh, goody. <laughs> I was still cringing from him saying mommy. I feel like he's too old to be calling his mom mommy. Yeah. Yeah. I have been called my mom mommy. I don't know. Probably since I was seven. 
It's I don't yeah. I don't do it. Adults don't do it. No, some some do. Um, so we get the sex talk, which I I I want to know how much Eric actually knows about the birds and the bees because I think that he probably got action in high school, but we there's no one he's going with since he got to college. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Kayla, we really don't see him with any women since he went off to college. I mean, we have to imagine he lost his virginity at some point, though, because he was, like, the hot stud of the show for a long time. He was, but I feel like when we saw him getting the chance to have sex, like when the girl lost her earring in his parents' bed, he didn't go through with it. So I think Eric's a virgin. That's my take. Oh, interesting. I mean, I guess we haven't seen him have sex, but... It just feels like he would have at some point. Or if he has, he hasn't done it in years. <laughs> years. He's that's overcompensating. Fair, yeah. yeah. But he just says, like, sex without love is empty and hollow. And that's just the way we men like it, huh? And he's, like, with his dad and it's gross. That's and evidence we- to me that he has no freaking clue what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. That's true. I feel like, okay, maybe, okay, what do we think of, is Eric an everything but man? Like, he's gone almost all the way. Third base, no further. I think that he did it with one of the Heathers and then never got a chance again. Oh, okay. See, that tracks where, like, he has had sex, but he's not super experienced. Like, it's like a one-time situation, so he doesn't have enough knowledge to really speak on it. I think that tracks. That makes sense. Um, But luckily for Feeny, we have Feeny, and he jumps in and he says, we're missing the beauty of human sexuality. It's not a physical act. It's the intimacy between two people sharing their souls. And of course, we have Eric saying, maybe for old people. That's the jealousy speaking. Feeney is a low-key freak. I just know it. He had that cabin, his sex cabin. Come on. (laughs) He's getting on the regs now. He's remarried. He has the dean. They're getting into some freaky shit. We all know it. I'm really happy for him. Me too. I'm, like, I'm really happy that he really got to go full tilt, full fiend. Mm-hmm. And he's just living his fantasies. He can serve salads and there's always going to be somebody eating his salads. Like his life is so good now. <laughs> yeah, he's having a great time. Um, but Sean, like Corey can't get over the fact that Sean isn't here. He's like, what about the rem- what about the tuxedos and the wedding cake and the rings? Um, and Eric is just like, come on, you know, you want to pick me, give me the job. I'm your brother. We both came out of our daddy's womb. I'm just like the way they've made Eric the dumbest human being to have ever existed. (laughs) It's, it's so much Sarah. Like, is he too dumb for you? Are you all, are you leaning in? Um, it, it matters if he knows what he's doing. Is it that he's just saying these things? to be that silly guy or does he actually think that it came from like daddy's womb i don't know i i don't i think that he's not that dumb i really don't i think mm-hmm. that okay this is what i think i think that there's a new baby in baby joshua we have Corey who's getting married um morgan's the only girl i think that Eric is in the place of his life where he has not a ton of shit going on for him and he's not the apple of his parents' eye. So mm-hmm. his only way to exist in his mind is to become the clown. 
And if he becomes the clown, that's how he's going to get attention from his friends and family. Because otherwise, no one's looking at him. He's it's kind of like when you're at the stage of your life where you're, you know, kind of when you're in your late 20s, you have half your friends who are getting married or having kids. You have half your friends who are getting a house. You have half your friends who are getting the job and a promotion and you're just like in the middle and you're not doing anything so what do you do you become the friend that gets drunk at the bar every weekend because you have nothing else going for you which is a sad existence but that's how you can at least be seen and i think that Mm -hmm. this is where eric's at and i think that that's why he's acting like a fucking clown and a half because at least that means that Amy and um, Alan are looking at him. At least Corey is even mentioning his brother's name as if he acts like a damn fool. That's really a fair assessment. I think that like, yeah, because since Jack came into the picture, like he's the heartthrob now. Exactly. So Eric is like trying to find his place. And like, I think especially Kayla, like with Corey and Topanga getting married, the spotlight is on them. And so he's like, how can I get a little bit of that spotlight? I'll be best man. Yes, I think that he's definitely a little bit jelly of Sean and he wants more of the spotlight for sure. Mm-hmm. He wants to feel important on Corey's special day. Yeah. And I, I, you know, the whole best man thing or maid of honor thing, it's really hard, especially when you have someone who you're actually super close with, but then you feel obligated to invite or have a sibling or a cousin be involved. I think it's a really tough thing. And that's why I'm a huge advocate for not doing bridal parties anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Amy is just like, listen, you and Sean are best friends. Don't worry about it. He's like, well, where's my best friend with the tuxedos? Why is he trying to sabotage my wedding? And here comes Sean, who's pissed because he has like, he has the cake box. He was tying cans to the Volvo. He says, my fingers are bleeding. I've been tying cans for the past hour. And I'm just like, how the hell does it take you an hour to tie cans to a car, Sean? What the hell kind of knots are you using, Kayla, to tie these cans? Yeah, after Feeney brought the cans in, I'm like, that's what took you an hour. And I also feel like I would have unwrapped them too. So they were just the cans and didn't still have the bean labels on them and stuff. Yeah. But I do think, Sarah, that like a little bit, a little bit of this is like a lot where you're expecting like everything from Sean. Like you have your family members, you have, I mean, maybe yeah. don't, don't rely on Eric, but you have other people in your life that you can ask to run some of these things. Yeah, I do think that what he had Sean do is way too much. Tuxedos is probably one thing. Um, Morgan could have tied the cans to the car. I think that he could have divvied up these jobs a little bit better. I just don't think that's his job to get the cake and the tuxedos and do the cans and she and rub his feet and all this thing, all these things. Yeah. And meanwhile, like Sean is doing all of this and like, first of all, Corey's not really saying thank you. He's it's just like expected of Sean to do all of this. And Sean is really having a rough time. Like he's saying, have you ever thought like, this is the last day we're going to be Corey and Sean. Like this is, this is the last day. And Corey isn't even paying attention to that. He's too focused on the beans, Kayla. He's just like, these were the cans you chose. It's like, as long as he took the labels off, who cares if they were bean cans? (laughs) He didn't take the labels off. That's what I'm saying. Who cares if it's beans, if he took the labels off, but he didn't. And so Corey is all pissed. He says, beans are not a wedding can. 
honestly, any, I, I don't know. I don't, what do you think about this tradition, Kayla, of like tying cans to a car, like to make that noise when they drive away? I'm not really on board with any wedding traditions. I don't like traditional weddings at all. And I also don't like a lot of attention. So I feel like I would not want to be riding in a car with cans flying behind me. It would be so loud. <laughs> yeah. What What do you think is the worst wedding tradition? All Definitely the Having people costs. there. Having, having, <laughs> having literally people there. anybody at Having the people wedding. watch me get married. I agree with the garter toss. I hate seeing them go in and then come out. It's so yeah, awkward. It's, no one in wants front of to your entire that. family, like, Nima doesn't need to see this happening, people. It's it's very awkward. I don't really understand how that mm-hmm. became a tradition. Um, rice, the rice throw. You can't throw rice. You kill the birds. That's Not true. You, you would kill birds. And, like, don't throw glitter because it's, like, plastic basically that you're just putting into the environment like if anything you're supposed to throw like bird seed or like you know flower seeds or something like that but i or i hate the bubbles thing too it's so stupid like well, don't throw anything at people the, they started doing the bubbles because you can't do it because the rice because of the birds but the bubbles are trash they never work and it's just so stupid like what why about, do we have to throw anything what about sparklers now the kids like sparklers no that's dumb too someone is all it's gonna take is someone to be lit on fire one time and then sparklers are going to be over with bouquet toss pro or trash kayla um i also agree trash i just think that the reasoning behind a lot of the traditions is what i don't like too Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. once i tried to have the bouquet toss rigged and it did not work uh, and they would not rig it for me, nor did Drew propose to me soon after. Um, Tragic. Yeah. Well, you know, what else? What's another wedding tradition? Something old, something blue, something borrowed, something blue. Trash? I don't think I participated in that. Did I? What's, Honestly, oh, I don't remember. What's going to happen if you don't do that? Is your marriage doomed? Pretty much, I guess. Probably. I don't we like didn't... the not being able to see the other person beforehand. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I would rather, I actually watched a TikTok earlier today about non-traditional things I did at my wedding and the wife and husband got ready together instead of with their wedding I party. like that. I, like I that think that's lot. sweet. Yeah, oh, we did we did a um like a first look so we did all of our photos before the wedding ceremony so like we did a thing where like he was turned around and I walked up like behind him and then they got it on like on film like when we saw each other for the first time um so that was like cute but yeah I don't understand the not seeing each other thing like we spent the night together the night before our wedding like I would it's already such a nerve wracking day. Why would you want to make it worse by not being with your significant other night before? It doesn't make sense to me. Um, again, a lot of these traditions are coming from like a very old place where like you don't even live with your significant other before you marry them. And you know, all of those things, a lot of the traditions are very also gendered and like, um, about like women being given away, like they're fucking cattle. Like I don't, I just think a lot of them are like gross um if you like to do that thing like by all means do whatever you want to do for your wedding but we didn't do a lot of those traditional type things either yeah sorry girlies we're shitting all over your weddings keep listening (laughs) (laughs) i just think like if you want to do that by all means right but like do it because you want to do it not because it's like tradition and you're supposed to yeah that's the Um, one thing i don't like is when people always say well my parents will be mad if i don't do it this way or something like that just takes away from your own day 
Yeah, exactly. It's not their day. They had their day. And just because their moms can, or dads or whomever controlled their wedding doesn't mean your wedding has to be controlled too, you know? Um, but yeah. And, uh, Sean is really upset because Corey is so distracted. Um, and he's like, I, and Chris says, I don't want to talk about it. Um, and he asks, did you pick up the honeymoon tickets? And they're just getting this big argument. Um, Corey's like, I want a guy who can do all these things. And Sean's like, just really wants to talk, but Corey won't stop insulting him. And so Sean finally is just like, you know what, then get a new best man. And Eric is so pleased. Um, Eric is so, so happy. I don't know, Sarah, who do you fault more in this situation? Is it Corey for like expecting too much of Sean or is it Sean for like blowing up on Corey on a really stressful day? Um, wow. Is it possible that they're both at fault here? I think that Corey is asking too much of his best friend. I think that anybody who expects so much from anybody on your wedding day and has the expectation that your wedding day is as important to anybody else besides you is a little unreasonable. But I also think that Sean can pick a place and time to, um, take issue with what Corey does and obviously Corey is stressed and I don't think adding fuel to the fire is very helpful I also think that I know that Corey was avoiding this kind of conversation for what seems like weeks prior but Mm -hmm. holding this grudge on this day is not that great yeah Kayla I kind of think I agree with Sarah like they're both at fault I feel like if I'm Sean, I'm trying, I just bite my tongue and like do what I have to do to get through the day and maybe have this conversation like after the honeymoon, after like the wedding stress is over. Yes. I think that Sean is being very passive aggressive and he wants to get Corey's attention and wants to talk about things and doesn't know how to go about it. But then on Corey's side, if I was asking someone to do these things and they had agreed to it, I would be mad if they didn't follow through. If it was too much, they should have communicated about that way ahead of time. I agree with that. I think that This is another thing, especially I've been in a bunch of wedding parties and the expectations that brides typically have onto their bridesmaids and maid of honor is way too much. However, you don't have to say yes to being a bridesmaid or maid of honor. And I don't think that people realize that because they yeah they don't realize they can say no yeah they know because i think that they're worried of hurting the bride's feelings or losing the friendship and if that's the case it's honestly on the bride but being a bridesmaid or a maid of honor is a humongous responsibility and it's a humongous financial responsibility and it's a huge energy waster and i think like as somebody like i've been in more than five weddings you know i don't it takes a huge emotional and financial toll and i think that people should be like very cognizant of that and realize and, and and be okay with saying no because it takes time and a lot of the times your friends even though you're they're your friends really expect you to go all out Mm -hmm. all the time you know it's not gone are the days where you got one night in new york city for a bachelorette party now we're going to fucking mexico you think i have a thousand dollars every single time one of my friends gets proposed to no i can't go to mexico all the time yeah 
saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. And I do, I do think like it's, I don't know, like you're right. I just think there is, there is that expectation that if someone asks like, oh, will you be my bridesmaid? Will you be my groomsman? It's expected that you're just going to say yes. Like there's not. It's like when you propose to someone, you expect they're going to say yes, right? Or you don't ask. But I do I do agree with you, Sarah. Like, it's gotten out of control the amount that is put on these people's plates, especially when, Kayla, from what we can see, it seems like Sean is the only one who's expected to do all of these things. Like, the, the bridesmaids are, like, helping Topanga get ready. But Sean is, like, running all over the fucking place doing everything when, I mean, it's not really fair to him. And I'm wondering if this was communicated to Sean ahead of time, that, like, this would all be expected of him. Yeah, probably not because, you know, men and their communication, but I feel like these are jobs for their parents as well. I, yeah. if, if I were to get married, I would want my best person to be with me in the moment all the time. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like you want them there on that day. Um, but I do think like at this point I'm getting upset with Sean because Chris is fine. Like you don't have to be my best man. Like, do you want to be an usher? And Sean says, no. So do you want to walk my Nana boo boo down the aisle? He says, no. Uh, and he says, I don't want to do anything. I'm not going to your wedding. And this Sarah, I think is over the line. Like you're Corey's already obviously stressed about this. And like, he's your best friend. Like to not show up at his wedding is so supremely hurtful. I can't. This is not, I don't think the, the punishment fits the crime in this situation. I do agree with that too. I think that this was an emotional response from uh, Sean and I don't think that it was very well thought out. And mm-hmm. I think that it's not fair if you don't get your way, then you can be like, okay, then like, I'm not going at all. And of course, of course he knows that he's going to wind up going to that wedding, even if he's mad at the moment, but it just adds more stress to Corey and Topanga on their mm-hmm. wedding day. Yeah. Uh, so we get, uh, <laughs> we get Alan Feeney and Corey in their like undershirts and, and boxers. And I, I love Feeney as an attention to this. <laughs> They're all just like waiting. They don't have their tuxes. And okay, let's first we have to say Ben Savage is a good looking like he is ripped. And I know they like try to play it off like Corey isn't the sexy one. But Kayla, like, look at his arms like he's been doing arm day for a long time. It looks like I was checking out Alan. I didn't pay attention to Corey. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Sarah, were you checking out Feeney? Um, Feeney does have nice legs. I'm not going to lie. He. He really does. I mean, I mean, all the men in this show, I, I know, like, once again, they're really, really pushing. Um, What's his face? Jack. Jack. Well, because he comes in and it's like, when he walks yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, Alan does really look good. Mm-hmm. Did you know, by the way, that Ben Savage is running for um, West Hollywood, California mayor? What? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, That's he's hilarious. on the campaign trails. 
He's got cookies. Do you have cookies? I don't think so. Really? Is he problematic? His brother's problematic. Oh, his brother's real big time problematic. <laughs> no, no, I don't think he is. At least um, nothing has come out against him is what we Nothing has come yeah. out against him as of yet. Uh, he refuses to be on the Pod Meets World podcast. And um, now I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's probably because he's too focused on being on the campaign trail. Yeah. Trying it's to be interesting though. I wonder if like the stuff that happened with his brother would like hurt his chances. You think it would, but I guess you don't know. Well, I don't know when the, I suppose the elections are probably in November. So we'll find out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so Eric arrives, he's in his tux and he's just like, Hey, what, what are you guys doing? Like I'm, I'm the best man now. Um, and you don't think we're getting married in this dump. <laughs> in his own house that he grew up in yeah i mean he's like what did you do he's like no we're on a schedule the girls are there we gotta move and i i just love he's like come on move and he gets everyone just like stomping out to the car <laughs> nice legs feeny <laughs> i did love like i don't know what these things are called kayla but the like the little strappies that hold up men's socks i don't know why you need things to hold up your socks um but i just loved watching feeny stomp away in his little boxers and his sock holders yeah, it was a cute little moment. Mm-hmm. Are we so surprised cute. that they're all boxer men? Because I'm not going to lie. I'm Disney sure. is not going to be showing them in their boxer briefs with like full on dong. Feeney is a whitey tidy guy for sure. Yeah, saying, like, special underwear for Feeney. No, this is the deal. Okay, tell me if you disagree with any of this. Feeney, tidy whiteys all the way. Yes. Alan, boxers. He... Yeah, he's a he's a traditional guy. I can briefs. That. I could feel like him wanting something a little snug. I think Corey is a boxer brief guy. You don't think don't so? Know. You don't think he's, he's a boxer brief guy? Tidies too. <laughs> I, I think he boxers. used to do the tidy whiteies and then he graduated to graduated. Boxer yeah. Jack, Jack is think? definitely boxer briefs. Like Jack sexy, to me reads like, as like a speedo guy. A sp- a speedo. He's wearing a, the male thong, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <sighs> no, and then, I, I don't know what Eric would. I don't know what Eric. Eric is do. probably boxers. As he's well. commando. Ooh, oh my god, god. Kayla! <laughs> he really yes. is because he said so later. He forgot his underwear. Kayla's oh yeah, yeah. There we no, go. Perfect. Right. He, but that's probably a regular for him. Yeah. Um. So Eric says, like, we have a limo. Come on, come on, come on. Um. And uh, and Corey, Corey says to Jack, "You tell Sean my new best man got me a limo." Um. Very petty. Like, oh my god. Yeah um so yeah so like alan knows alan is like this is this is gonna be so bad i just i just know it's gonna be so bad and they arrive at this like very elegant ballroom it's the uh, philadelphia victorian hotel and amy is just like astonished that eric pulled this off uh but they all know they all know it's only a matter of time and of course we get another uh we get another moment sarah where we get like cheapskate alan here he's like i'm not gonna pay for any of this yeah alan is definitely working class as we know i remember back in the day he used to fix his own sink i would be very nervous too because who's footing the bill for this at the end of the day they're gonna be handed a bill and who's gonna pay for it so i would be concerned it's fair it's fair kayla would you be concerned the moment you walked in here of like how the heck did eric pull this off my anxiety could never. To begin with, I would not be okay with changing plans so fast and just rolling with it. I would have so many questions and need answers. They're so nonchalant. They're just like, whatever happens, happens. But I would be worried because I feel like in real life, if that happened, you'd be hit with a lot of money. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
if I was Topanga, I'm surprised Topanga is going along with this too. I feel like she's very rigid and she doesn't like being out of control. She would want explanations on like how this even happened. Right. And especially because she's not even involved in any of this. She's basically just told like, okay, now you're going here instead of the Matthews house, which I also would be like, mm, where am I going? What's happening? What's going on? But, um, but like when you show up and you're in this humongous bridal suite and they're handing you champagne and yeah. wait, these bitches are not even old enough to drink at their own wedding. Why? Oh Why yeah. are they doing this? They're too young. Yeah. Um, but we get the <laughs> we get the hotel employee um, addressing Eric as Mr. Peterman. Um, and they're all like, what is going on? Um, and he's just like, go away, go away now, go away. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, uh, Topanga is getting ready. Um, and again, we have the bridesmaids in totally different outfits than before Sarah. Like they're in these like kind of, um, wine colored, like, like, um, what is it? Uh, velvety type Velvet. of dresses. So, yeah. So the body of the dress, it's a very 90s silhouette, kind of like that skinny naked dress type of thing where it's mm -hmm. just like very straight. There's not a lot of. I don't know, added volume and it's velvet. And then right under the bust, there's kind of like a golden trim with like a satin top and like skinny spaghetti straps. So um, definitely better than the uh, Gone with the Wind dresses. Um, it's very 90s. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's definitely nicer. It's but it's uh, it also it comes with a like maroony whiny shawl. Yeah. Kayla, what did you think of these bridesmaids dresses? I weren't mad at I wasn't mad. I weren't mad. I wasn't mad at them. I didn't enjoy the gloves. But I feel like if no. I saw that dress on a rack at a thrift store, I'd be like, okay, I fuck with this. Yeah, I think it's like leaps and bounds better than the bridesmaids dresses we originally saw. So I'm not I'm not angry that this is what they went with. My question is, so we have everyone coming in. We have like Jack and Rachel walking down the aisle together. We have Feeney and Morgan, which was very cute. And then we have Eric and Angela. And then we get these two randos for like the ring bearer and the flower girl. Who the fuck are these kids? Yeah, who 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 are the kids? I don't know. And like, why is the girl hitting on Jack? Like, who are you, child? And I would have said, is this is this like a Peterman kid? No, because they have the same <laughs> dresses and they're they're not surprised yeah. to see it. Also, the officiant is Leonard Spinelli. <gasps> yeah, I forgot to mention this. Kayla, do you remember him from the early seasons? And not, not for nothing, they've showed us this same actor three times in three different roles as if we're not going to remember him. <laughs> what the trying to pull? This show does not care about consistency. They do not have no. a show Bible. They do not care. No, they don't. They don't. Really? They throw out the show Bible. That's for sure. Yeah. It's very interesting because it would be very funny if the show was like, look, we brought back like Leonard Spinelli, like Alan's old employer just to do this and he can be like hi my name yes. is do the old bit especially that if eric was the one who like got him or something yes. i feel like that would make so much sense it would instead be so of trying to pretend sense. like it's not him and it would be a really fun callback and i think it would make all of us especially long-term boy meets world fans laugh but we have to pretend like we don't recognize him but he's an extremely i mean not only is he an extremely recognizable actor from this role but once again he, we all know him or most of us know him from sex in the city so it's like why am i pretending like i don't know who this dude is when i clearly do 
And they knew him too. Remember his whole bit was like, don't you, do you forget about me? And they're like, of course we remember you. Yeah. <laughs> that was his whole entire bit. And then after all this time, they forget about him. Yeah. It's truly despicable what they did to Leonard Spinelli. Um, but then we have an issue because the Eric thinks that the little ring bear is going to have the rings, but, um, Eric is supposed to have them. And so he's just like, um, like, yikers uh and and angela knows what's up but it's time for topanga to come down the aisle and kayla this dress is leaps and bounds better than that nasty like frock looking number that amy almost had her wear we have like a uh i mean like off the shoulder long sleeve with kind of like um doily almost like a little bit of a doily sleeve moment going on for topanga Look at that callback yeah really long gown with a train and then a veil um her hair like we don't really see it but it looks like it's kind of like a half up half down and it looked a little bit curly in the back when she was hugging um angela and rachel earlier what did you think of this wedding dress kayla i have no opinions because i do not remember what it looks like <laughs> it's like i don't know i think it's sarah Not to me memorable. it really much it very yeah. much feels like of the times but like it is kind of a generic dress like i think this is a dress that you could still see someone wear today yeah i don't think that it's extremely memorable but i don't think it's atrocious either the off the shoulder is really nice it has a lot of lace detailing i mean it's fine like it's fine it's satiny it's fine. I just there's, looked it up. I do like the sleeves. Sleeves get a thumbs up for me. Yeah, there's rosettes on it, though. I have a problem with the rosettes. What are the rosettes? Oh. Those are the things on the back of it? Yeah. Yeah, those are ugly. Oh. Freaking, okay. I was trying to share my screen, and Disney Plus really got got me once again. Oh, they, they really hate that when you they, try to do that. They have blocked any sort of she, uh, screen sharing. Yeah, you can no longer share Pocahontas or whatever Disney movie you want to watch. They're mm -hmm. like, nope, no sharing ever. Yeah, and so we get Topanga up to the front with Corey, and she says, "What are you thinking? We've waited this for this moment all our lives." And he says, "I can't believe Sean's not here." And Topanga, luckily, Topanga doesn't even recognize what he's saying. She just says, "I love you too." <laughs> Yeah, I just ignore it. <laughs> and I love where we get uh, a mother from the 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 what is it the the mother of the groom, Mrs. Florence Peterman. And Alan's like, "That's you." Uh, and she starts singing. I don't I don't even know what this song is, but it's like, "I love you truly, truly," and it like goes on and on. What did you think of? Do you remember Amy's singing, Kayla? Was it good? I was thinking when had like when did she become an opera singer? I didn't know this was one of her skills <laughs> or talents. Yeah. Oh, and we're witnessing the I love we're witnessing the marriage of Myra and Harold. Yes. <laughs> one thing when he was like, I can't believe Sean's not here or whatever, I do think they are a little bit terrible friends for going through it, going through with it without him. Like, they I think they needed to patch things up before. Just stop the entire wedding. Yeah, halt the procession. Halt it. Yeah, Sean has to come here, especially because we feel like they should have. They should have known that Sean would have been there, but also they're on a time rush. They knew that they they know that they're going to get kicked out soon. Yeah. Um, I thought Amy's singing was actually much better than I anticipated, but yeah. I don't understand. 
like the mother of the groom singing at your thing. I guess it's kind of close to a very frequent thing is like people recite poems at your at wedding receptions. Yeah. I guess it's not too different from that. But once again, I don't want people that's attention on others and not on me on my wedding day. And I don't appreciate that. At my friend's wedding, her dad wrote a song and he performed it, but it was about her and her husband. And it was actually really sweet. So I think oh, if it's that's about different. them, yeah, it's different. Yeah. That's, and especially I think it's acceptable if like, if your parent is like a singer by like trade almost, it feels like not that Amy wasn't a good singer. It's not that it's just like, if your mom is like Beyonce, like obviously she's going to sing at your wedding. You know what I mean? But um, at the ceremony, yes, at the reception, but at the ceremony, I don't think it needs to be then. That's fair. That's totally fair. I agree with that. I don't know why. I think they just did it for like the bit of like, oh, Mrs. Peterson or whatever. Um, But in that moment, Sean comes up and he has the rings. He says, hey, you're going to need these. And Corey is so overjoyed. He says, I knew you'd come. Uh, and Sean says, I wouldn't, I wouldn't miss this. Um, and he says, look, I'm really sorry for everything that happened. And Sean says, you, you should be, but we'll talk about it after you get back from the honeymoon. I'm like, really, Sean, in the moment, you could have just been like, don't worry about it, buddy. I'm just happy to be here with you. Like, come on, Sarah, what is this? He could have, but he chose pettiness today. And how can I blame him? Yeah. <sighs> and, uh, and Corey says, wait a minute. What do you mean I should be? And like, Kayla, all this feels like if I'm Topanga, I'm having a fucking hissy fit. I am. No, I am pissed at the top of my freaking altar. This is when I would start choking people out. I cannot <laughs> believe they got into a fight. And then when he called him trailer trash, I was like, wow, someone called for my mouth dropped. I was literally shook. And then Eric was laughing. I thought it was all just very disgusting. And I did not like it. I feel like Corey thinks that he's better than Sean and sees him as Sean's savior and always kind of has. And that moment was just very weird to me. And I felt very bad for Sean. Yeah. yeah that Corey was so inappropriate. Him. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe the words that came out of Corey's mouth saying that your trailer trash and Kayla's exactly right. Like he was just so he was looking down at Sean at that moment and it was, it was beyond inappropriate. I, I will that. say, I feel like n- nothing that Corey says is excusable, but I feel like Sean really is the one who like escalated things first by saying like, you should be like, you should be sorry. And then shoving Corey. I feel like that is really what like escalated this tension. Cause Corey then accuses him of like sabotaging his wedding day and like, uh, that's when Corey calls him trailer trash. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, and this is an air again, <laughs> ha ha ha, Sean's poor. Like it's all, it's, it's bad. Like they're fighting and poor Topanga is just standing here, like wanting to just get married. It's also like sad and awful. And like to Kayla, I really think like they should both know better at this moment. Like I know they're like hurt and upset with each other, but like, this is a wedding. Like, it's so inappropriate. And this is why young people shouldn't get married. <laughs> yes, they're only 18. And I think they should be very embarrassed of themselves. And if my partner caused a scene like this in the middle of our wedding, that would be such a red flag. And I would not go through with it. I would get the ick so bad. I'd be like, bye. Did anybody see Topanga's shoes at this yes. wedding? Yeah. Here, Kayla. Do you see this? They're huge. Mm. So they're platforms. silver. They're silver, but they're also like 
how many inches is that heel? Four, five? It's pretty tall. Yeah, she's she's up there. But she's a tiny girl, so that's probably why. But I was like, Topanga, like, this is probably why she doesn't want to start anything because the longer she starts something and the longer they're up there, the more she has to stand. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to sit down. Like, you guys fight it out. I I can't deal with this right now. Yeah, and Sean's really upset. He says he doesn't even care that we're not going to be friends anymore. And Corey's like, why do you keep saying that? Sean says, because you won't talk about it. Uh, and Corey says, I don't want to talk about it. Why do you think I sent you everywhere? Sean says, we have to talk about it. I don't want to. Again, children. Children. And Corey's like, now? <laughs> it's all so childish. Um, Sean says, after you get married, things are going to be different. I don't have a lot of friends. And Corey says, I don't know what's going to happen. What do you want me to do? And Sean says, I don't know. Do you really like her? <laughs> this is, I, I do think this is like a pretty funny scene. Like as much as it's like su- super stupid. Um, I do think like, I don't know. The heart of the show, Sarah is like Sean and Corey. Like we've talked yeah. about this, like they, their friendship has been like probably something we've enjoyed the most about this show over the seven seasons we've covered and like the, how their friendship has grown. And we've talked about like how, we love how they're able to be vulnerable with one another and say they love each other and like not be this like toxic masculinity type of thing. Um, so I really I did I did love this scene with them together. It's nice that they're talking about it. I just wish that they were talking about it. I I wish that we got a bachelor party and maybe they had this like fight at the bachelor yeah. party and then it was not at the wedding. Sarah, you need to be in the writer's room. You have all the solutions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hire me. But seriously, like, say it's at the bachelor party. They get a little drunk. They get into their fight. But then they resolve it by the time of the wedding. And then what? Like, this is a magnificent thought. The wedding gets to actually be about Corey and Topanga. Yeah. Wow. Revelations. And I, I love how Topanga is, like, again, no eye twitching nothing she bends over she's like i think i've been very tolerant here and i'm like if i'm topanga i'm literally grabbing sean by the hair and dragging him out of there and being like get out of here um but yeah sean says go ahead and marry her i'm giving you my blessing and he says well we gotta grow up sometime and i'm like well obviously today wasn't the day now was it maybe that's what it's about time is like it's about time where they like let go of each other and they're not each other's number ones anymore and it's about Mm -hmm. time that they grow up a little and then Corey has to realize that Topanga is his wife that's who he's choosing to spend his life with and it's about time that he lets Sean like go from that responsibility Mm -hmm. yeah um and so we finally get like their actual um wedding like doing the vows uh Topanga says I wasn't sure this day would ever come but you were I wasn't sure that love could survive everything we put it through but you were you were always strong and always sure and now I know that I want you to stand beside me for the rest of my life that's what I'm sure of um and we it's like a very cute sentiment very cute vows and of course, we look at Corey, and it's him and freaking Sean standing <laughs> up at the altar. I loved it so much. I'm like, yes, codependency, let's go. I thought it was so cute, and the the glazed over look that uh, Ryder Strong was giving in this scene. 
was like hilarious to me. And then he, Corey's like, I'm going to go talk to her now. And he's like, okay, I'll go. Um, I thought I love Corey's arm around Sean. For some reason, that is the part that like cracked me up the most. (laughs) They're a good pair. I did think that Topanga's vows were very fitting. It actually sounded like somebody who watched the show wrote the vows. It's a good point. Like it actually does speak to everything they've they've gone through together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Sean, Sean gets down off of the altar. <laughs> so stupid. Uh and uh and Corey says, Ever since I was young, I never really understood anything about the world, and I never understood anything that happened in my life. The only thing that ever made sense to me was you and how I felt about you. That's all I've ever known, and that's enough. That's enough for me for the rest of my life, Topanga. We gonna get married? And she says, Yeah, we are. Uh, he says, good, I have these rings. <laughs> um, I I thought this was like very sweet. And I do think like the show is being a little tongue in cheek by being like, I never really understood anything about the world. Like, oh, boy meets world. Like, oh, wow. feels a little tongue in cheek to me. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I think I like Topanga's vows a little bit better. Uh, yeah, I agree. What about you, Kayla? When I was watching it, I was a little surprised at how little emotion I was feeling. Like back in the day, I could picture myself crying at this moment, but it was mm-hmm. all sweet enough. Yeah. Uh, so Corey has the rings. Um, they say, I love you. Uh, and the priest asks, like, oh, do you, you know, forever and ever cherish and adore, yada, yada, yada. Uh, they say I do. And then uh, <laughs> present to you for the first time ever, Mr. and Mrs. Harold Peterman. Woo! <laughs> Mazel. And I love Eric because it's okay. Come on. <laughs> he gets everyone to clap. This um, is uh, yeah. so suspicious. Leonard Spinelli would know the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is some nonsense right here is what this is. Uh, so, yeah. So they have their cute little moment um, and they walk back down the aisle. It's very sweet. Everyone's so happy and excited. Uh, and then we get like everybody dancing at the wedding. We have Rachel dancing with some random teen boy, which is creepy. Um, yeah. Who are these kids? This is why there's no kids allowed at my future wedding. Yeah. Why do they have so much confidence? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> yeah. um, Feeny cuts in though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I love how they're all like, listen, what is going on? How How is it that Eric pulled this off? Um, and then they end up like they do the cute thing where like Alan dances with Topanga and Eric dances or excuse me, uh, Corey dances with Amy. And they have such a sweet moment. Amy says she's very proud of Corey. Um, I don't know. I thought this was uh, I thought this was really sweet because um, Amy says like, oh, you're still our little boy. We love you. Like, it's really nice. Yeah, I I really like that. And of course, I really enjoyed um, Topanga dancing with Alan and Alan saying, like, if you ever need me, you know, I'm here for you. And of course, I think what got me a little choked up was Topanga calling Alan dad. And he's like, I like that. And I thought that that was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kayla, I like how they mi- mix like the, the co- comedy with the sweetness where he's like, when Corey drives you nuts, call me. <laughs> But it's still yeah. a very sweet moment between them. I did really like the, that moment and the little tiny speeches that they gave to both of them. And then when they called it back a few minutes later with Sean saying the same thing to Topanga, that was cute. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because Sean stands up and he says, um, he says, this is for Harold and Myra. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> uh, he says, I'm not the best man, but I am the best friend. Corey and I have been best friends for all of our lives. And this wedding's been hard for me because I know no matter how much we may avoid talking about it, we're not going to be best friends forever. Things are changing between us. Things have always been changing. We've had to deal with life and death and Feeny. But no matter what we faced, we always faced it together. So then how can we possibly be upset with each other on his wedding day? Well, it's because deep down, Corey and I both know that we're not going to be best friends anymore. And that's the way it should be. So this is the Topanga, Corey's wife and new best friend. Take care of him, okay? I thought this was like the sweetest of the entire like episode. It was better than the vows. It was better than everything because I, I I wish we had gotten this like sweetness, like maybe a little bit sooner where this is tough for Sean. And I, I love Sarah that they really, like you said, it really feels like the person who wrote this episode watched the show because we have like, you know, things are changing. We've had to deal with life and death. And I just love the added, added of and Feeny. <laughs> And Feeney. It's actually a very well-written uh, best man speech. The thing is, is that how many weddings have we been to where the best man speech or the maid of honor speech is like five minutes long and oh. it's always dragging on. This was sweet and it was sincere and it was short. And I actually think that it was really well done because it, says everything that you want to say in a best man or maid of honor speech but within a minute because what you want to do is you want to introduce yourself you want to introduce your relationship with the bride or the groom you want to say something about them you want to say something about the bride and you want to say how you're happy that they're together and like those are kind of like the outlining facts or the things that you want to hit in a speech like this and he does it and he, it's not five to 10 minutes long. So it's actually like very efficient. Yeah. It, I, it's sweet I, and funny. It does everything that you wanted to do. I agree. And I think this, this feels like, and I, I don't know, Kayla, I appreciate the like maturity from Sean in this moment where he recognizes that like, yeah, things might change between them. And like, it's, it's you come to a point in your life where your, your partner is your best friend and that's okay. And like, I'm okay with that. And like, I think this is, it's an interesting obstacle for Sean specifically because he has always looked up to Corey and Topanga's relationship, but he also has always had Corey to himself to a degree and that's changing. And he just doesn't deal well with that. How much change has he already gone through, you know, with his dad dying and everything else that's happened to him recently? Like it's a lot. Yeah, I agree. I was going to say that Corey has been the only real constant thing in his whole life. And I like that in this moment, he's kind of getting that closure for himself that he needs to be able to move forward and not feel so sad about Corey getting married. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and Sean and Topanga are both crying and, uh, and yeah, we get the call back of him when he makes you nuts, call me. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, so they to, to Corey and Topanga, everyone cheers. It's very cute. Uh, and Eric says, okay, it's now time for my gift. <laughs> it's like, oh no, <laughs> what's going to happen now? And they're all like, listen, this, this like wedding was good enough, good enough present. And he goes, yeah, it was. Uh, and so he has like, I have the key to a honeymoon suite 
And he goes to that after this party and Corey just immediately grabs and goes, bye. And he runs out. (laughs) Sarah, this was what I remembered from Corey and Topanga's wedding. This moment was the only thing I really had in my memory. This is what Corey is waiting for. This is why these two crazy kids got married so young. They just want to have sex. You know, newsflash, you don't have to get married at 18 in order to have sex. But whatever, whatever they want to do. Yeah. Um, Kayla, I don't know if you watched this when it was on like ABC family or like Disney channel, whatever, but like, I specifically remember Corey snatching the key and going by was in so many of like the promos for boy meets world. And I feel like that's why it's like in my head that moment specifically. Yeah. I was just a little shocked. They ran out. I'm like, isn't the party still going on? And yes. everyone just knows that you want to go fuck. I would be so embarrassed, embarrassing, but they don't care. <laughs> Uh, And so everybody wants to know, Eric, how did you do all of this? And so Eric tells him the story. Uh, He was picking up tuxes and they were setting up for this like Peterman wedding. Uh, And it's the disposable diaper Peterman. So apparently these really fancy rich people. So he calls, he goes on the payphone, he calls the operator. And, uh, and so, yeah, he (laughs) sees. Sarah, this is so gross. He gets sidetracked and he goes, I looked down at the receiver. There's some kind of schmutz. I'm not sure if it was dried vomit or gum. It tasted more like gum. Ew. No, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> this doesn't make sense at all. I don't so I don't gross. even know. I don't even know what he was getting at now. But he overheard, he overheard that there was going to be a wedding. And apparently this wedding is uh right. like, uh, disposable diapers, uh, heiress of a CEO. And so he called and said that he needed to push up the wedding because Myra's pregnant. um, The daughter's pregnant and they made accommodations and that's how he pulled this off. But it doesn't really make sense. This is Kayla. The reason they came up with this whole entire storyline, because first of all, you know, they wanted Corey and Topanga's wedding to be like a really beautiful, big thing because it was going to be like televised. Obviously, everyone's looking forward to it. But the whole reason they did this was so that they could get a doppelganger of Eric on the show. That part was too ridiculous. And that came on like, I'm not finishing this episode. And (laughs) (laughs) the being pregnant part didn't even make sense because what difference is a few hours going to make unless she's actively about to go into labor? Yeah, it was all very stupid. I think that we could have done without the last two minutes of the show i really do i don't think that we needed this you don't think we need an explanation at all you think it was just supposed to be a mystery maybe the guy just comes in and says hey i'm mr peterman what's going on and then you can just cut it and then they all run out like why do we need this dude that is pretending that is like this clone of eric yeah and he has like this like tiny mustache too (laughs) he like he comes over and he has this tiny mustache and his hair is like Dwight Schrute like right down the center part um and they have this like back and forth of like oh you're you're a good looking man oh so are you uh but yeah and then Mr. Peterman comes in and it's yeah it's it's all very stupid (laughs) the ending is pretty dumb I gotta say I don't know what we could have done differently like what what how they could have ended it in like a cuter way but yeah mr peterman is pissed and alan is just like huh party's over it's Uh, dumb but it's just like everyone run and everybody just runs out of the wedding and i'm thinking like whose honeymoon suite did they steal the petermans we're gonna about to be having sex 
and someone's about to walk in on them. Like that's yeah. exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. And then who are the rest of those old guys? All of Peterman's friends? Like it's who- his posse. Peterman's posse. Peterman's posse. Mob. Yeah. One of them is the Huggy CEO. The other one is the <laughs> Pampers CEO. <laughs> and then we get like the the after credit scene is again just like this eric doppelganger fighting with mr peterman which again felt pretty yeah. unnecessary like i i would i wish they would have done something cuter with it because it is like the wedding episode and it is a big deal um but they they decided to go for the joke instead i don't know it didn't really land for me very well i got a bit so yeah it was trash it's terrible what can i say uh but that's that's the wedding episode um sarah thoughts like better worse than you remembered how do you oh feel? it was much worse than i remembered much worse but um love a wedding and i'm glad that uh we don't have to hear topanga being like we have to plan the wedding and Corey saying i want to have sex because guess what now they're married and presumably having sex so good for them Mm -hmm. now we can get over that yeah uh what about you kayla how would this uh live up in your memory it was definitely worse than i remember it's not one where i would go back and want to rewatch it again now that i know it doesn't hold up not my favorite but i'm glad that i got to watch it again yeah i think like most likely because season seven like season six was truly off the rails like bonkers i feel like overall this might be one of the highs of season seven this wedding episode like it wasn't bad I think that like if anything it was worth it to get that Sean and Corey moment with the speech um and and their vows were pretty sweet and really like you said Sarah felt like the show was recognizing its history so I think it probably is going to be a good episode in compared to all of season seven but I certainly don't think it's up there in terms of like one of the best episodes of the series which is unfortunate because it should be it should be be. one of the best episodes of the series I think that they should have waited until the series finale for them to have gotten married like that would have been Hmm. like oh like a big event I, I don't know um I am excited for the honeymoon episodes because I have a fondness, like a memory of like really loving that. And I really loved when they're in Hawaii and they went, they did the little coconut stand. So I mean, looking forward to next week. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Like there's still, there's still a lot left to explore with season seven. Um, I guess it is Kayla it does feel soon seven the seventh episode um, of the last season feels soon for the wedding to be like you think they would have um, they would have made a bigger moment of like having the whole season dedicated to them like planning this freaking wedding or something I agree because now they're gonna have to have a whole lifetime after the marriage and then it just ends and we get to see not a lot yeah Um, but that's that's our episode um that's our wedding episode we made it through um and we did have a a cute a few cute moments from it kayla thank you so much for coming on yet again gracing us with your lovely presence spilling the tea about nonsense wedding traditions we always appreciate having you on of course thank you what else is going on kayla do you have anything to plug do you want to tell the people anything i do not Great. If you want to follow me on <laughs> socials, you can, but I am not doing anything publicly. I, Unless but, you want me to walk your dog. I'm a dog walker now. Oh really? my God. How is that? Do you love it? I do. It's fun. I just do it part time. I have like five part time jobs. So 
That sounds Ooh. fun though. I would which love one is your... your were you gonna ask which one her favorite is? Yes. Literally exactly what I was going yeah. to ask. Which one's your favorite dog? Which dog or which job? Which dog? Hmm. That's a good question. Probably this one named Laika, because it's named after the first dog in space. And it has a little space collar. She's a cute. That's so cute. What kind of dog is it? Do you know? Or like at least like size type of thing? Um, it's probably like 40 pounds. She's a mixed breed. I'm not sure everything that she has in, in her. What a sweet name though. I love that. That's such a what a great like name to name your dog to name it after the first dog in space. What a great idea. Yeah. Now I, I just that. feel like my dog's names are really sucky. Your dog's <laughs> names are great. First of all. Half the battle is getting the name that is appropriate for your dog. And I feel yeah. like your dog's names fit their personalities to a T. Thank you. I do think so. Like, give me an, a break. Like, if Oliver was actually named Murdoch, like, give me a – there's zero percent chance that is the right name for that dog. Not a chance. Yeah, so my dog Oliver's original name was Murdoch. And, like, he's, like, the dopiest little thing he's ever. He's blepping constantly. Yeah, we his talk tongue is about, always out. Yeah, we always talk about how his eyes, he just looks like the weight of the world is on his shoulders. And, like, Aww. he's terrified all the time. Yeah. And, like, Murdoch does not fit that personality. No, no. Currently, ever since it got a little chillier, he has spent 100% of his time under a blanket. Oh, he's baby. just always under a blanket <laughs> um yeah so over at shit 90 shows taught me of course weekly boy meets worlds and weekly dawson's creek coverage next week we are having cody on a uh, friend of the pod of course for the two honeymoon episodes uh, episodes eight and nine um we also recorded um halloween town high jessica and i and that is a fucking shit show. And later in the uh, later in the month, we're doing I Know What You Did Last Summer. So tons mm -hmm. of fun Halloween content. You can find us at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram. Shit90sPod.com. You can find me at Sarah Ferguson. Oh, and then recently, Jessica and I guested on the Debatable podcast. And we, uh, you know, debated um, with um, three very nice guys, Mike and kenny and damone and uh we debated what is better mcdonald's burger king or um wendy's wendy's and then we debated what the best uh, robin williams movie was and that was yeah. a lot of fun it was a lot of fun we basically put the, like some robin williams movies into a bracket and then we uh all voted and we ended up with one winner so go check that podcast out we'll obviously tweet about it when it comes out um, but I think it's coming out on Thursday, which should be the same day this is coming out. So definitely go check that out. Of course, you can find me at the Just Sterling. I'm still podcasting about community with Josh Wiggler. We're finishing up season three. And then, of course, I am still covering Reboot as well over on Post Show Recap. So check all of that lovely stuff out. We're going to be back in just one week's time with the honeymoon period for Corey and Topanga. So join us then. Watch the two episodes, eight and nine, in preparation Thank you all for listening. And of course, thank you so much, Kayla, for coming on and gracing us with your presence for multiple seasons now. We love having you on. You fit right in. Like, it's just like you're the you're the Sean to our Corey and Topanga. Or maybe you're probably more of the Topanga to our Corey and Sean is probably. You're going to make me cry. You're so sweet. I love being here. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We will talk to you all next time. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.